All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us here on Facebook Live. We're live on uh, Master Gun Radio and, of course, Lila Lisa Promotions Facebook page. Make sure you guys like it, share it. And uh, we have a very special guest here uh, with us today, live from uh, New Jersey, actually. <laughs> she is an on-air personality. She is an author, just wrote a brand new book, uh, which you can see in her background there. It says, I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. And uh, we'll get to know a little bit more about that <laughs> here in a little bit. So, ladies and gentlemen... Well, welcome to our show, Miss Jerry Petito. Jerry, how are you doing? Hey, sweetie. I'm doing great. How are you? Doing good, doing good. I'm glad the weather's actually cooling down just a little bit. Not too much, but a little bit. How's everything up there? Well, listen, just to comment on what you said, we've had horrendous hot summer, right? It's nice and a little bit cool. People are already starting to say, oh, no. I'm like, please be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> A little, a little change is good. So that's, yes. I'm glad it's cooling off just a little yes. bit. So yes. that doesn't make it too hot. Well, welcome to our show. Of course, uh, our show is being uh, brought to you by Lila Lisa Promotions, which is my wife and uh, co-owner here of our station. And uh, she does a lot of promotional work for the artists and radio stations. And of course, being sponsored by Marisol Tequila out of San Antonio, Texas, and uh, the new face of tequila. So make sure you guys pick up a bottle at your local <laughs> liquor store. If they do not have it, make sure you guys request it. Marisol Tequila, awesome tequila stuff. As I'm know. as I'm talking about addiction, I love it. <laughs> I guess I wasn't the right way to put it on. Huh? No, <laughs> it's awesome. My first book signing was at a liquor store. A friend oh, really? Of mine was the manager. It was incredible. <laughs> nice. Well, I, I was like, okay. Now that you mentioned, that, I was like, okay. Now I feel like an ass. Then no, you feel like an ass. You're a smart ass. That's great. No. <laughs> well, no, I like. I'm a smart ass myself by nature, yes. so that's good. That's good. But no, welcome to our show. We really do appreciate it. Uh, thank you to John uh, Terlizzi. John uh, he's the guy. Yeah, he's the one that set this whole thing up in the first place. Um, and I told uh, Elaine Ballas, we had an interview with her a couple of weeks yeah. ago, yeah. and I told her the same exact story was, um, I had posted on Facebook that we had done some interviews with some legendary doo-wop artists, you know, uh, Jimmy Clanton yes. and uh, Norman Fox of the Rob Royce. Yep. Yep. And uh, he commented on there and he said, have you ever heard of these people? Have you, what, do you want to interview them? And <laughs> your name came up and name ba Elaine Ballas' name hey, came Elaine. up. And then uh, a bunch of other uh, people's name came up and stuff and were like, cool, you know, we need to we need to do some interviews. And I got a long list still, you know, and we're going to try to get to all those uh, here pretty cool. soon. Um, but, yeah, your name came up and I was like, yeah, let's go ahead and give it a try. And uh, you're an on-air personality. You're an author and you do a, a bunch of other things on the side of that as well. So we're going to go ahead and get to know you a little bit. But thank you to John, anyways. John Terlizzi for uh, setting up this. Man. Yes. I, I got to say this. I call him my favorite stalker on Facebook. <laughs> okay, I love it. <laughs> Pretty much that way. He's got his own I... show now. He's got his own show. Yeah. I got him on Hamilton Radio. Yep. Nice, nice. Um, Gene Piero, who is the yep. owner of the Hamilton Radio, yep. um, he actually contacted me and asked yep. me to do to send him my shows from yep. here in Texas to get played over there on Hamilton Radio. So I want to thank John, uh, Gene, actually, for uh, yeah. allowing me to broadcast our Tejano shows out there in uh, New Jersey and surrounding areas. I know you guys get a, a big following yeah. out there King. in uh, New Jersey and uh, New York area. So thank you to Gene for allowing us. And in return, I told him, too, I was going to make a, an oldie show and send it to him. That way he could play maybe once a month or something like that. Aww. So so we're going to try to do something. Because I love the doo-wop oldies. I love that was my er my area. My dad used to listen to it daily, and he probably still does to this day. And uh, doo-wop, rock and roll, soul oldies, everything in between that. So um, he's big, big fan of that. I got the honor of interviewing Jimmy Clanton and the, the other people you were mentioning. I've been, it's just, you know what? My bucket list is overflown, and God is so good because I grew up. I, I'm not, I, I'm going to tell you my age. I'm 61. And the reason I say that is to give inspiration to people. So I always say I was born too late because my music was Elvis, oldies, and doo-wop. And let me yeah. tell you something. The honor of interviewing these greats, forget it, these legendary icons. Yeah, I think amazing. when I I think when I interviewed uh, Jimmy Clanton, I think I was like oh. really, really nervous to even do that. You know, just He's to amazing. have him that I grew up listening to him and watching him on on movies, you know, okay. that he had okay. back then. You know, and uh I was so nervous, you know, I really didn't know what to ask. I just completely lost but uh, it went pretty well either way yeah. and he was he's just amazing. he was a gentleman he was awesome you know yeah same same goes for uh, norman fox you oh, know, norman. that was incredible too yes yeah. 
Yes, he was, and he contacts me every so often. You know, hey, did you receive my new song? And we we have his new song, you know, playing on the station and stuff. In the middle of nothing but Spanish music, we have his song playing in there. So that's pretty cool. Um, we, let's go to some of the comments here. Uh, Nancy Fuentes Suarez listening in from Illinois. Thank you so much for tuning in and and joining us. Uh, also, Thomas Sukup. I hope I said yeah. that right. Nice, yeah. enjoy connection. And um, Miss Nancy Fuentes, she goes, you're 61, OMG. Oh, my God, I love you, Nancy. You're my <laughs> new best friend. The reason, said, I, the reason I share my age, though, honestly, and I'll tell you why in a little bit, is to give hope to other people because age is just a number, guys. Yes. Yes. Uh, she said, so you're 61. She says, do you look amazing? <laughs> She's my new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lila Cervantes, my wife, uh, she's Hi, actually Taylor. at work right now. She said good afternoon. Hi, Lila. Oh, so. thank you for this opportunity with your hubby. <laughs> so let's get, let's get to know you a little bit more. Of course, yeah. we already know your age. Um, yep. How did you get started in, in the industry being a, like an on-air personality? So you won't believe this, but Doc G, Gene Pera, had something to do with it because of my book. Let me back up a hair. So... Um, 32 years ago, I was a dumbass. Okay. And I say, I'd rather be a smart ass than a dumbass guys. 32 years ago, I was a dumbass. 32 years later through God, the grace of God, I can honestly say now I'm a smart ass. And the, the word ass is in the Bible guys, at least 40 times. It means donkey. So I was, I always say, God can't whisper in my ear. He's got to hit me in the head. I was woken up my mouth to God's ears. I kid you not. In 2016, by this, really hard, I open my eyes and I hear the words, write your book. And I'm not kidding you. So I said, I laughed. I said, all right, I'll write the book. Three weeks later, my first book was written and it was this big. That's all. And I didn't know why God said, write this book at that moment. Okay. Mm -hmm. I wrote the book, kiddo. And when it finally got published, Simon and Schuster published this book. Um, this is... I get teary when I tell you this part, but Simon and Schuster published this book in five days after I, after I sent it to them. Okay. So that was God. And I tell everyone, God wrote this book. Um, I didn't know why again until, so I mentioned a family member, a cousin in here who was there for me through my addiction. Then we lived on the same road. His dad and my dad were brothers and he owns my heart. So anyway, all my cousins and everybody already got their book and people were showing me pictures, sending me pictures of them with my book. I didn't get my copies yet. I was waiting for my copies and I get my copies and I tell my cousin, you're going to be the first one I sign it to. Well, we didn't know it, but he was really messed up living in Florida, a gay man who couldn't deal with things. And uh, my book helped save his life. Wow. He's now from that moment on till now, completely clean and awesome doing great yeah. so that was the main reason but then doc g gene Perro from hamilton yeah. radio mm -hmm. reaches out to me we live in the same town and says we'd like to interview you on dj danny's show his daughter i was like sure you know so we meet we talk i get the interview and then he asked me if i'd like a show he's like jared you're you have great radio personality voice i was cracking yeah. up okay <laughs> So I thought about it and prayed about it. And about a month later, I said, you know what? Let's do it. The rest is history with that. Yeah. Wow. Um, the rest is history with that. And so as, as far as a book, you're talking about you're not, you're not an, uh, an addict. I'm not an addict. I'm just an ass. I'd rather be a smartass than a dumbass. So what, what type of addictions were you fighting at oh, that point? Oh, even heroin, everything. So I'm going to share why I titled it this. And, and then in 2020, I revised it. And look how big it is now. <laughs> Double, triple the With, size. No, quadruple. Quadruple. Because of everything that happened through this whole entire thing, especially with radio and all, right? But the reason why I titled it that was this. We are being lied to, and we need to start looking at addiction and recovery differently. Hmm. And I have facts in here that you could Google. Nothing that I put in here was an opinion, okay? And I'm going to share something with you, the main reason I revised it. So AA, okay, Bill W., he started AA back in the day. When I did the first book, I just wanted to help addicts because of my story. So I don't have any cravings. I had a poker league 
for 10 years in Mercer County. I was in bars every night. I never really drank, but I did drugs. They were outside doing drugs, smoking pot, nothing. Mm -hmm. I've never had an issue since because I completely gave my life over to God, but I never allowed their lies to tell me I'm powerless, not over anything. And that's what they're doing. We bring the drugs into the country. We keep us addicts. And then they tell us we're powerless. I don't tell anyone not to go to meetings because if that's their only support system, please, please go. But make sure you understand you're not powerless over anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's the main thing. So Bill W., the reason I really decided to revise this book was when I learned this. He was very sick mentally, physically. I mean, suicidal, right? He approached a good friend of his who was a doctor. I believe the doctor was from another country, if I'm not mistaken, who lived here. And he said, I need help. And he said, niacin. And I'm a nutritional health coach. I do everything natural. Niacin helps you sweat, just like saunas. And I've been getting saunas my whole life because I used to have a beauty salon. So that helped with my detox as well. Mm -hmm. And it cured him. So he approached AA back then. And he Mm -hmm. said, we have to give all the addicts and alcoholics niacin. You know what they told him? Shut up. It's not happening. The government already infiltrated, pharmaceutical industry already infiltrated, and we're keeping them addicts. And that is the truth. Wow. So you could Google that. You could look mm-hmm. him up. And I am trying to make everyone understand that you are not powerless, not over anything, and you're not an addict for life. Yeah. It's not a disease for life. This is what it is. Well, and this is what it is. It's a dis-ease of the brain cells while using. And that could be anything. Gambling, right? It could be food. It could be sex. It could be anything. Because your brain cells adapt to what you're doing. Yeah. Once you completely clean your brain, and, and, and this is the biggest factor, sugar. Every addict, 100% of them is addicted to sugar. And this is why your body doesn't know, you can't decipher the difference between drugs and sugar. Your body thinks you're putting dope in your body when you take sugar in. And now today, everything is high fructose corn syrup. They make sure you're addicted. So that's the biggest problem. And if you could get off all sugar, 100%, most processed foods, guess what? You could heal. Your brain cells in one year will heal. That's why I titled it that. Nice. So how did you end up being, how did you end up recovering? Was it the 12 step program they put you through or did you just stop cold turkey or how does that I'm gonna tell you i had to go i had to go away all right i'm going to tell you what happened so i i owned beauty salons in the 80s and 90s i was i was young i was in my 20s i made way too much money for being so young and i'm telling you this part for a reason this was my rock bottom i owned a black and gold el dorado cadillac with elvis license plates elvis talk wow. about a flashy car right yeah i'm in trenton in the middle of the night with this car with a with a girlfriend of mine popping our dope from our dealer. Now, my salon had very wealthy clients, a lot of Jewish women, I'm talking wealthy. And one of them was the municipal court judge of my township, who's still in my life, mm-hmm. okay? So I'm in Trenton in the middle of the night. My drug dealer doesn't have the drugs. He's got to get in the back of my car and we have to drive two blocks away. He goes in, gets 10 bags of heroin, comes out, gets in the back of my car. We didn't know it, but there was an unmarked police car following us because of my license plates. He recognized my car from being at the courthouse. I used to have lunch with her a lot at the courthouse. Mm-hmm. That car saved my life. So technically Elvis and God helped save my life. <laughs> um, he pulls us over. He called the judge in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. He said, judge so-and-so said, go home, get some rest, get some sleep and get some help. I threw everybody out of my car, him, the dope, her, everything. Listen, the next day I put myself in in Princeton house and I spent 30 days there. But this is what happened. I listened to everything they said. And guys, please listen to me. I'm telling you the truth. I listened to what they said I had to do. I went to meetings every day. I even got my 30 day thing and I had a sponsor. Every day I had to stand up there in front of these people and say, hi, I'm Jerry, I'm an addict and I'm powerless over my addiction. Well, all that does is brainwash you. And I gave it to God instead and said, I'm not powerless. I'm no longer an addict and never looked back, never relapsed. And now I'm a recovery coach and a nutritional health coach. Imagine that. Nice. 
Well, congratulations. I'm glad that you kicked that, kick that habit and you're here, you're here with us. So that's the important Thank thing. Thank you. Thank you. Did you, so you isolated yourself completely for 30 days to detoxing. Oh, yeah. Oh, was, yeah. it, was it a really hard process to, going through it alone or did you have somebody helping you? Well, I was in a rehab. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. So it was, you know, they detoxed us. Oh, okay. So. I thought you meant you isolated yourself in your home and just kicked their no, everyone out. I went to Princeton house. Yeah. And wait, one, this is really cool. You ready? Mm -hmm. So about four years ago, three or four years ago, a friend of mine called me and said, I'm having some, I can't stop drinking and I want to maybe possibly kill myself. Oh, so wow. I went and got her, said, no, you're not. Took her to the emergency room. I said, tell them you're suicidal. They did. We got her in Princeton house. So a week later, she says, please visit me. I walk into Princeton House for the first time, at the time it was 31 years, with my books and handed them out. To, I mean, think about that. <laughs> I got a photo of me at Princeton House holding my books. I'm like, this is the place. And I never went back until then. So oh, that wow. was pretty amazing. So they, they call you up to talk to, like give classes or? Well, I'm a, I'm a recovery coach, so I get calls mm. often. And okay. some of them are too late unfortunately and a lot of people i've helped through god thank you god yes nice so where, where can they where can they find your book so okay guys simon and schuster's uh new division archway publishing bookstore i suggest going straight to the source archway publishing bookstore you could go to my website jerrypetito.com on my book page and it'll take you there or amazon bam barnes and noble online it's everywhere okay nice. Nice. There you go. Everybody can pick it up. I'm sure it's a good read. We're going to have to pick one yeah. up ourselves and, and learn oh, a little bit more. I'd love to send you one. You don't have to pick one up. You give me an address and I would love awesome. that. Awesome. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, so now you're into radio and now you're into podcasting. Now you're into doing your shows. I've seen a couple of your shows online. Uh, you have a YouTube page, of course. Uh, you do HamiltonRadio.net. Uh, you interview a lot of people. Are they all just... Uh, old rock um I, want, I don't want to say it that way okay they be careful, rock baby. Stars? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why i had to i had to stop myself before i end up, you know i don't want to offend i don't want to offend anybody i'm 43 all right so my daughter's your age okay you're not offending anyone we would laugh at that <laughs> yeah i don't want to offend anybody because i don't know who's watching exactly so let me, no. let me rephrase that so, uh any uh do artist, rock and roll artists i know i can answer your question okay <laughs> you're so cute um so I'm on different networks. I was on six networks for a while. Now I'm on like five. I'm on O&E, Beverly Nation, Damon, Hamilton Radio. I started there. I'll never leave Hamilton Radio. I used to be on RTR. I mean, I do my own podcast, PANJ Radio. I, okay. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, I interview, and I'm going to say this because it's the truth. Mm -hmm. Anyone who wants to get noticed, if you are struggling with addiction or abuse or any of that, you have to have overcome it for me to have an interview. I'll help you personally, mm -hmm. but I will not put it out there live because everyone listening that's going through that needs to know there's hope. So those are the shows I do for that. I, I put authors out there. I put new an upcoming incredible indie artists, singers. Okay. Um, I mean, Carter Rubin, who won The Voice, he was my guest. Oh, and then I do my favorites. Okay. All the legendary icons, you know, us <laughs> older people. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, but I'm going to share two incredible interviews with you that I was nervous with because you had mm -hmm. said you were nervous. Okay. Right. Okay. So I've only been nervous twice. And one of them was with God rest his soul, Don K. Reed. Now, Don K. Reed and cousin Brucie, I mean, they were the guys back then. They yeah. were the DJs and he was still doing it. So when I got to interview him, I called him up and I said, I'm nervous. He's like, Jared, what are you nervous about? I was like, do you want to send me questions? You don't do that to anyone else. I've never done it. You're not doing that with me. <laughs> I'm like, okay, but I'm nervous. It's you. You're Don K. Reed. It went beautifully. It went beautifully. Um, and, you know, he's he was like very good friends with my friend, Kenny Kojak, DJ, who mm -hmm. set us up. And I'll never forget that. So I love Kojak for that. Thank you, sweetheart, for that. Who loves your baby for that connection? But he, he passed recently and I am so honored that I got to interview him. And the other interview, OK, um, that really made me very nervous 
was Elvis Presley's nurse, Marion, who oh, we need to that. keep her in prayer, guys. She's in the hospital. She's 96 years old, but she's an amazing person, a good friend of mine now. Um, and then I did get to interview, believe it or not, Elvis Aaron Presley Jr. I got court documents stating he got the rights to his father's name, and he's an incredible entertainer. So other than those three, I've never felt nervous, but those three, I got to tell you, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I remember being nervous. Like I said, when I when I interviewed uh, Jimmy Clanton, I, I even told him straight, I was like, you know, I'm nervous. I'm like starstruck. You know, I've, I've watched him growing up. I watched the, the movie that he came out with. Uh, was it uh, Go Johnny Go back in the day? And a lot of rock and roll artists were on that were on that movie at the same time, including, you know, like Richie Valens. I think that was one of his only shows ever on camera like that. You know, and I told him I was like real nervous and stuff. And he goes, hey, "Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You know, we're just we're human." And you know, he's he goes, to, he's a minister now and stuff too. So yes, he's oh, like, yeah. hey, don't worry, don't worry about it. You know, we're just, we're human and everything else. We'll just go along with it. And uh, you know, he made he made it he made it fun and interesting. So and we played a couple of his songs at the very end. And, and I have a I have a few forty fives lingering around here of uh, Jimmy Clanson and and I uh, played them on the turntables which I have here. And uh, but, it, it but worked I have out a question awesome for you, but I have a question for you with Jimmy Clanton because, again, your age, mm -hmm. so your parents is that how you even like did they listen to oldies and all that? My dad, my dad is very heavily into oldies, he okay. listens okay. to classic country, you know, George okay. Jones, Merle Haggard, all that. Okay, um, okay, yeah, so he, he's he's old school himself. Okay. You know, but he he loves all the doo-wop, all the oldies. He collected yeah. all the doo-wop videos. He's uh, he had a bunch of records back in the day, 45s and eight tracks and cassettes. And now he's converted everything to CDs, but he's he still listens to all that. So me and him have these conversations all the time. He inboxed me videos, you know, Fats Domino, Elvis Presley, oh, them, them singing each other's music. Yeah. And uh we were talking about the movie Elvis and uh just everything, you know. Well, Mainly did your music. dad like the movie? I don't think he's watched it yet. Um, okay, I, I, it was I, not, I did not. It was not didn't. true. A lot of it were all lies. I even called the president of Graceland and we talked about it. Mm -hmm. They portrayed Elvis terribly in many scenes that were not even true. So I think they, me well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they exaggerated a lot of it, but I no, think was... they lied about a lot of it. Okay. What was, what one of one, this was the worst for me, and I and I'm sharing it because there's a lot of vets out there that need to hear this. Mm -hmm. When Elvis Presley was drafted in real life, the colonel tried to get him out of going into the army. Elvis said, "Absolutely not. I want to serve my country like everyone else." Then the colonel said, "How about if we get you to do concerts?" And he said, "No, I don't want any. I want to just serve my country. I'm not getting anything special." Well, in the movie, I cried. I was like, "This is a lie." They yeah. said Elvis was going to jail for two years for wiggling and the colonel got him out of going to jail so he could go into service. That's a lie. That didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Elvis Presley served this country willingly. They tried to get him out of it and he would not allow it. So I, I, that I just wanted to put out there. Yeah, I think that was the first time I heard it, that version in the movie. And I was yeah. like, I didn't, huh. I don't know. He got into trouble and they he went to Horrible. the army just to stay out of not trouble. Not true. Not true. Was, no. a, was the whole relationship between him and the colonel that toxic in real no. life? No, it wasn't. It was not that toxic. So it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I never heard of these stories until the movie came no. out. I never knew all this. And I never knew he had gotten into it with his mom that his mom didn't want to have anything to do with that building, you know, the, their house or anything like that. So that's not true. Read, read this comment. I'm so glad I said that. Read this comment from Thomas. Good to hear as have Veterans Foundation, also family since World War One. Yes. Thomas, that's the truth. Okay. Absolute truth. And, and he did not yell at the Colonel and fire him from a stage. That did not happen. He did not fight with his mother all the time. That did not happen. It was so heart wrenching for me. I went mm -hmm. back to see it another time so I could take notes without crying. And I did a show on it with another ETA and we threw out facts and dates. This is wrong. That's wrong. This is wrong. So just so you know, guys, but the the colonel did have a a gambling addiction though. Didn't oh yeah, he, he, he used them for that. He used them for that oh, reason. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah to, of course. Because he couldn't leave the states. Elvis no. wanted to tour around, yeah. and he, he couldn't leave the states illegal. because he had no visa. Yes. Yeah. That's true. All that's true. Yes. But I mean, the 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 movie was. 
I mean, for nowadays it was good. I just don't know the some of the little details. No. I didn't but know. But the actors all deserve awards. They yes. were amazing. I will give the actors that absolutely. So, but that's all I wanted to say about the movie because of Elvis, and that wasn't true. Yeah, I think my I think my favorite part, and I think my favorite concert from Elvis was the '68 comeback special. I think of that course. was. The best they part of that movie. They portrayed that wrong too, but they portrayed that as that it was supposed to be a Christmas thing. There were costumes back there. He came out with that. That's not true. They discussed having a Christmas show. They knew before he even got on stage that it wasn't happening. They didn't have Christmas costumes backstage. He didn't get up there and lie. It was so bad. But he did. Uh, they didn't show that he actually did sing a Christmas song in the sh in the show, right. which was uh, Blue Christmas. That's that right. he actually did sing in the stage in the little That's square right. with the okay. with the band members. That's right. They actually didn't show that part. No. Okay. Crazy. Yeah, and they no. should have showed that part at least because yeah. they made it seem like he didn't want to have anything to do with it. No. He he wrote the song at the very end. Uh, yeah. If I can dream and uh, oh, what they, a song. Yeah, and you know why he wrote that song, right? Martin Luther King. That's why it was for him. Yeah, I think between that and uh, was Robert Kennedy had gotten shot that same yes. weekend. So they were yeah. doing the show. So, yeah, um, yeah they, that was pretty cool. I love that that little scene. I think that was probably my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah. But Martin Luther King also got shot. Martin mm -hmm. Luther that was why he wrote that song. It was amazing. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, had, I watched it a few times already and it came out. I, I thought the movie was good. I didn't, uh, like I said, I, I knew that the facts was a little were a little right. off a little bit on it. But overall, I liked the movie. I enjoyed yeah. it. Okay. You know, it's so, it was modernized a little bit, you know, as far as uh, the scenes go and the quality of the movie compared to some of the other Elvis well, movies that I've seen in the well, past. Yeah, I mean, think about the years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's it's a good thing, you know, just uh, if you're a big Elvis fan, you know, you got to really research what was going on That's at right. that time. So That's just right. just check it out. Uh, so thank you, Thomas, for that. Uh, for all the veterans out there, thank you so much for serving your country. Uh, I'm a veteran yeah. myself. I, I know I was in oh, the Army for three you, years. So. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, so going out to all my fellow veterans out there. Um, let's see who else we got here. Miss Irene Mendoza. She said hi from uh, Glendale, Arizona. Thank you for tuning in out there in Arizona. Really appreciate you guys. Uh, he watched it the same day it came out. The day it came out. <laughs> I actually tried to watch it. Uh, I waited till it actually came on uh, stream on TV and stuff. I think it's on uh, HBO Max right now at this point. So, uh, but uh, yes, I, I went the day it came out, baby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So now you're you're an on-air personality. How does that how does that feel for you? How does so, that, how long how long have you been doing that? Since only 2016, and mm -hmm. God's blessed me with all these incredible awards. And you know what? I won an award on ONE recently for 17 and a half million listeners. They're out of Lagos, oh, Nigeria. Wow. We're all over the world. God is so good because. My goal, and I'll never stop. And, I, you know, people have said to me, why don't you stop with the old timers? And I said, no, it'll never happen. Until I take my last breath, if I'm, if they're still here, I'm not stopping. Yeah. And um, so it feels to me like God really is using me now mm -hmm. more so than ever. And I'll never stop because that's my job. I have, I have a poem. I have two poems. I got to decide which one I want to read because... One of, I think I know which one I'm going to read. It's about what you're talking about. How does it feel? Utilizing our gifts and talents that mm -hmm. God give us. That's yeah. I, I think I, I think I came across some a situation like that before where they were like, well, you know, the old schoolers, you know, they're they had their moments and stuff. I'm like, they didn't have their, you know, yeah, no. they had their moments, but they're still here with us. That's you know, right. Why not, why not protected? Why not take care of them? You know, mm -hmm. they paved the way for a lot of people you know, in this industry. And, you know, I, like, I always give thanks to guys like, you know, as far as radio is concerned, you know, like Wolfman Jack, he wouldn't, if he wouldn't have been here, who knows what, I, what it would have been. I, I looked up to Wolfman Jack when I was little and I, you know, I seen videos and movies and shows and the midnight special and American graffiti when he was on there and stuff like that. And I was like, these guys pay the way for a lot of people in this industry. You know, why not take care of them? Including in this, in our genre here at the Hano, I take care of. I like to take care of a lot of the old schoolers because they pay the way for all of us here. Right. If they didn't, we wouldn't be here to this day. That's right. So that's the reason why. That's right. And again, Don K. Reed and cousin Brucey mm -hmm. really started it, and that's yeah. then Wolfman Jack. I mean, think about if none of them did that, we wouldn't be here. Yeah. You know what's beautiful, Juan? I've interviewed some incredible up and coming indie stars, like beautiful young. I'm talking. 
13, 14, 17. You know what they all say? If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be doing this. So I'm yeah. so happy they feel that way and they know that. Yeah. There's a, a lot of on their personalities uh, still out there. You know, Rick Dees was one of them. Yeah. Uh, Casey Kasem was another oh, one who on, lived his right. life. You know, the, <laughs> these guys were legends in the radio business. Legends, baby. Casey yeah. Kasem, never forget it, right? And, and you can still hear his shows on the radio. You know, they still yeah. replay the shows every single weekend. You know, and I used to watch, listen to his top 40 shows and he just had the voice for it. So it was just, it was awesome. It's amazing. It's so amazing. Oh my gosh. I love it. Yeah. Who is your favorite person to ever have interviewed okay i if i answer that i'll get in trouble <laughs> so, but i will with this answer no one can be upset with me okay my my two my three favorites were don k reed of course elvis's nurse and elvis jr so <laughs> no one can be upset with me for that because of my you know of elvis with me but I got to say the majority of my interviews have all been absolutely unbelievably incredible. Ken Brady from the original casinos. Then you could tell me goodbye. Yeah. I mean, you know, everyone that I've interviewed from back in the day, I, I can't, Oh my gosh, Lou Rotondo. I mean, there's so many Al Contrera from the mystics. I mean, there's just so many, right? Yeah. I just love them all and they've all honored me. And I want to say thank you publicly to all of them. Yeah. I, I love interviewing a lot of the old schoolers, you know, regardless of which era of rock and roll they were part of. And I've interviewed more of a lot of the, the Latin oldies artists, you know, like war, very diversified band <laughs> from back in the day. I, I interviewed uh, Harold Brown, who was, who was, uh, I think he was a drummer for war. Oh, um, He's awesome, awesome guy. He's real funny. Uh, let me see. Uh, Rudy Salas from uh, from Tierra, out <gasps> in California, uh, who passed away a couple years ago, actually. Oh. And I, I think I was, was one of his last interviews that we had before he passed away. Okay. Uh, we had an interview, and a couple weeks later, he actually passed away afterwards. And I was like, man, I was that was really sad. And then, uh, but that but was. Wait, but you were blessed. That was yeah. really. Also, yes. right? You had that. Was, Thank you, God. I did it. And then, yeah. right. I know. Yeah, because uh, I grew up listening to these guys. So, I mean, that was that was one of the awesomest interviews and times that I had. Um, you know, of course, Jimmy Clanton and, of course, some yeah. other ones out there. But those were those were all. And when uh, John sent me phone numbers from some of these legendary artists and I haven't even actually got around to calling yet. And I'm like, <laughs> I got to get around to calling these guys, you know, Benny King's son. Uh, like you said, the casinos, and uh, there was a bunch of other ones, even uh, uh, tribute artists that are out there right now in, yes. in New Jersey. You know, he sent me a bunch of those, and I was like, I really got to get around to calling them, you know, but now the holidays are going to come around, so that's going to make it a little bit more tougher on us to, you know, streaming interviews and stuff, but I'm going to get around to doing it. Well, I want to share something with you. So the Drifters, you know, the Drifters under the boardwalk, yes. right? So Terry King sang with Charlie Thomas, and mm. Charlie Thomas Jr. is related to Terry King and they're keeping the music alive and yeah. they came live in my studio. So I got to meet Charlie Thomas Jr. as oh, well. Wow. And then Rick Shepard, one of the original drifters, mm -hmm. brought me up on stage. He's still singing. And I got to finally hug him and meet him. And But two other ones I want to mention, and this is why. Michael Diamore, he is the new lead singer of the Capris. Mm -hmm. Okay, but this guy sings solo as well. And I've never said this to anyone except him and Carter Rubin, the kid that won The Voice. Okay, and they're also very good friends. So I cracked up doing it. I always say, here's Elvis and here's Michael Diamore. Oh, you, you got to check him out and mm -hmm. I'll get you his interview if you want. You've nice. never heard anyone sing like this guy. Incredible. But when I interviewed Carter, we laughed and I said, that Michael's moving down a hair. So it's Elvis, Carter Rubin, and then Michael. Okay. <laughs> but my funnest interviews ever. I love impressionists, impersonations. And John Munforto, he was given the title by a past Philadelphia mayor as the signature. Um, he gave him the title of the official Rocky impersonator of Philadelphia. Oh, wow. He's incredible, but he does like over 30 voices and different faces. He looks just like them. So check them out. Is, he the, is he the ventriloquist? 
No, the oh, I brought the ventriloquist to Doc G. I brought him over there. Oh, what are okay. you kidding me? Okay, <laughs> from the movie, from from the movie Halloween. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> yes. Nice. Yeah, we got we got to do a bunch of interviews. Uh, one of them uh, is on my bucket list now that uh, John brought it up was a uh, uh, was a Larry Chance of the Earls, oh, and that's yeah, he's my good friend. I, that I is with him. he has he had one of the awesomest voices ever in yes. music, you know. And uh, I I got to see some of his doo-wop shows, uh, of course the doo-wop videos that they had out before, but he had he has one of the amazing most amazing voices. Well, Larry Chance is a good friend of mine. My aunt, my aunt from Staten Island, God rest her soul, she she passed recently, introduced us. Larry Chance is one of the greatest singers of all time, one of yeah. my favorite people. And, and those interviews, forget it. The, yeah. How do you compare to those? But if you would like, I can call him one day with you and we'll get him on a three-way. He'd love to say hello. Awesome. That would, that would work. We're going to okay. have to do that very soon. Okay. I appreciate we can it. even do it after the interview. He, he If he can pick up, he always does for me. Nice. Larry nice. Chance, we love you. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate that. So uh, what are you working on these days? So, all right. Um, I'm working on, I want to do a screenplay for my book. Can I read a poem real quick? And yeah, go we'll ahead. Go ahead. Because I want to do a screenplay for my book. And that's what I'm going to be working on. Um, so the reason I chose this poem, it was one out of two. It's called Utilizing Gifts and Talents. Because everyone needs to understand, again, age is only a number, guys. I didn't write my first book till I was in my 50s. I didn't get on radio till I was in my fifties. Look at what God's doing. Never feel like you're too old or it's too late. Please don't do that. So mm -hmm. I want to read this poem. I hope every, it resonates to everyone. Okay. Utilizing gifts and talents. We are born with talents. We are born with drive with different gifts to help us thrive. I knew early on I was born to draw and paint, to also write poetry and to talk without restraint. Our gifts and talents should all be used. God's gift to us not be abused. We can go far in life for sure, using our gifts to go on tour. All our talents should be used to create ourselves and more, but then our jobs to share them, to even up the score. You see, in life, what's needed is not just for ourselves. Once our gifts are mastered, take them off the shelves. A living we can make by spreading them around, not just for the money, but to spread a peaceful sound. Don't take for granted the gifts you're given. Go out and spread the joy. Our gifts are not to be held back for us to self-destroy. Put your efforts forth. Do not hesitate. All your talents, my friend, are never second rate. Never hold them back or you will surely die. Maybe not in body, but your soul will cry. Our gifts are made to share. Our talents made to soar. Go through life enlightened and then you can roar. Be proud of who you are. Be happy you're alive. Once again, my friend, your gifts will help you thrive. By putting efforts forth, not keeping them at bay, your name will live forever, forever and a day. So go through life excited for what you sure can give to yourself and others is our reason to live. Our grave will be quite lonely, but our legacy lives on. Just make sure people smile with the breaking dawn. That's how I feel <laughs> about life. That's how I feel about life. Nice. What were you going through when you wrote that? So that was after all this incredible stuff happened. So that was for my revised edition. Mm -hmm. That was after. All I kept thinking was, what if I didn't listen to that voice saying, write your book? None of this would have happened. Not no, the radio, no. nothing. And I was like, thank you, God, that you really hit me over the head, woke me up in the middle of the night, and I listened. So guys, listen to those voices. Trust me on that. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's what that was about. And I wanted to share it with others. And now, now all this time later, after the book has already been written and published, you still feel the same about that same, that same part? Oh my goodness. Absolutely. I feel more about that now because, all right, I'll give you an example. I interviewed mm -hmm. a woman years ago. She's gone now. Mm -hmm. She was 90 years old and wrote her first book. It took her five years. It was like this big. Wow. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. about them coming from their country here back then. Yeah. I cried the whole time. I was thinking of my father's family from Italy. Guess what? She wrote a second book. I interviewed her. She died soon after that. But imagine that, 90 years old. So wow. I, I think about that more now than ever with everyone that I've interviewed and all these legends and what they're doing at their ages. Keep mm -hmm. going, guys. Yeah. That is that is awesome. When you when you tell other people this, does it, ins is it a, do they inspire 
get inspired by that part? Well, I'm going to share something and you could ask Doc G, Gene from, you know, Gene Pero. Mm -hmm. We we used to do our shows live on Facebook before things started happening. Um, so now we have to do them through the Jerry Petito Show YouTube channel. Guys, yeah. please subscribe. And then we share them to Facebook. <laughs> well, when we were live on Facebook years ago, we used to get live callers. And a woman called in who was only in her 40s and said, Jerry, I wanted to kill myself a few days ago. I wanted to OD and I wanted to kill myself. And I saw your book online and then I listened to two of your shows you had on addiction and I didn't do it. Mm, wow. That's all, that's all you need, right? From God. Yeah. You help save a life. You know, that's yeah. pretty cool. That's uh, all you that, need. That is very awesome. I'm, ha I'm happy. I'm, I can't wait to read the book now. I'm just, I'm curious of what else is in there. And I yeah. know you can't go through the whole book and right now at this point, but I mean, I just, I want to <laughs> see, I want to see exactly what's in there and read it. So it's pretty cool. Um, I see a, you guys go through a lot. You guys go to a lot of shows. This uh, the doo-wop scene still real big out there. Okay. Yes. Um, you know, people you'll hear yeses. You'll hear noes. You'll hear mixed things, blah, 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 blah. Right now. I am one of the people keeping it alive. <laughs> I get thank yous every day. I can't tell you how many from all these incredible doo-wop singers, Jerry, thank you for doing this. Thank you for taking the lives. Thank you for putting us out there. But the reason I do that is to keep it alive. Mm -hmm. So we love, like in New Jersey, we have, and even in Florida, all the oldie shows, all the doo-wop shows, we still have it going on. Wow. And I hope it never stops. <clears throat> I mean, again, these there's a lot of young artists out there singing doo-wop that yeah. are incredible. Yes. Yeah. I, I hear a lot of it. And a lot of it I do have that I have, uh, you know, downloaded and, and bought a lot of the, some of the artists that actually sound like doo-wop or old school and R&B style, but they're brand new. They're and brand I actually new. have a, and I actually have a whole playlist that I play on the station on Sundays. I, I named it new, new soul. Uh, so, and they're, they all sound brand new and they, they all sound, some of them sound like under the street lights, you know, the, the street light, the corners, and they sound like that, but there's no music. It's just them raw talent harmonizing with the microphone and that's the way it sounds some of those songs like that and a lot of them have the old school sound the old school beats and rockabilly style too and and it's but it's all brand new stuff you know within the yeah. past five years so there is a lot of brand new music out there that sound old school yes yes so we love we love that yes me too As, but i see that you're you're going live to a lot of the shows you know pretty much every other weekend or something like that you know i do my best um before the pandemic, of course, I was out a lot more and now I'm trying to get back into it. And I will, and they, and they invite me and they're like, Jerry, please, you know, we'll treat you. You have to come do your lives, you know, do your nonsense, Jared, do your nonsense. You know what I mean? And I will. And the, this is why I really do it to keep them alive, keep them going to make them happy, keep that music alive. But the other thing is this, I also, the people that, that watch my lives, they'll message me privately, Jerry. I'm homebound. Jerry, I haven't left my bedroom in years. Jerry, thank you so much. You don't know what these lives do. That's what it's about. That's yeah. what it's about. There you go. Uh, Thomas said, very interesting how many people have passed from drugs. You're doing great things. Thank you. Thomas, listen, thank you for your service. God bless you, man. No, seriously. I mean, even think about that with the veterans, right? If yeah. it wasn't for them. Thank you, Thomas. Yeah, they go through a lot of stuff. And, and you too. You too. Thank you, Juan. Thank you. Yeah, they go through a lot of stuff, especially if they've been to combat and yep. you know they they don't come back the same way, and it's very hard. No. It's very hard to recover if they can. We know, need to then, we need to get on the page with that a little bit more, right? In this yeah, country. they they need a lot of a lot of help, and That's right. I, th I think our VA system is really backed up and really screwed up, you know, big time. And they would need all the help we can get. Um, but no, we we appreciate that. Uh, we wish we had a lot more doo-wop shows here. I know there's a there's a gentleman who's a real good friend of ours, and he has the the San Antonio oldie show. His name is Henry Pena. Uh, he's a legendary artist. Uh, he's an on-air personality. He's been in the business for going on 60 years, I think it is. And uh, he has his own show that we play here on um, Fridays after Friday afternoons. A lot of oldies do up, and uh, he puts on a show like every month here. So that's about the only rock and roll do up shows we ever have in this in this area 
and he does an awesome job with that so it's amazing it's just amazing and uh, i think i think this coming month in two weeks i think he's bringing the coasters so that's gonna be pretty cool yes so we're gonna have to go check that out oh my goodness but we'd love to go out there to jersey and go check out some of the shows out there heck yeah baby you let me know when <laughs> we need to go out there and then take a visit and uh, visit Hamilton radio. Uh, That's right. then, yeah. So make, everybody make sure you guys check out Hamilton radio. There's a lot of, a lot of great music that comes out of there on their personalities. They throw on a great doo rock and roll oldies, uh, different eras of rock and roll. They play a lot of that stuff out there. So make sure you guys check it out. Hamilton radio.net. Uh, like I said, our show, I know Gene's branching out to the Latin markets, which is pretty awesome. Yes, especially, especially out there in that area. So our show, which is a top 20 Tejano show, will be played out there. I think he said maybe Saturdays he's going to start doing it. So maybe sometime today, since it is Saturday, or he's going to start next week. But uh, our top 20 countdowns will start uh, being played at a time to be determined. I don't know what time yet. He hasn't given me specifics. Okay. But um, I'll get on his case. Played. They listen to me. I'll get on his case. Don't worry. About <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so, so that's pretty cool. You know, I never thought our, our voice would be heard out there in, in New Jersey. That's pretty cool. Uh, especially, especially Northeast area, you know, New York, New Jersey, yes. New Hampshire, around that area. So it's pretty cool. And I'm glad and I'm thankful to, to John. You know, if it wasn't for John, I don't think we would have ever met or. John Turlizzi right is there. the guy. Yes. John Turlizzi, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the guy. He's the man. So thank you to John so many times. And uh, I would have never met Gene. I would have never met you, Elaine Ballas. Right. Uh, everybody who I'm fixing to meet pretty soon. I would have never got to meet all of them. So thank you to John. But thank you to Gene uh, for contacting me and say, yeah, let's go ahead and put your show on there. And uh, I told him I'll do an oldie show too. You know, once a month or something to start. Um and uh, we'll, we'll send it to him. That way he can have it out there. So it'll be pretty cool. I'm laughing because the way you said oldies, I'm an oldie to you. So you could say, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All these old, old schoolers. Keep it safe, old schoolers. There you go. There you go. But uh, now, Jerry, thank you so much for everything. I really appreciate it. And I'm glad to yeah. be working with you guys uh, out there in Hamilton Radio. Uh, thank you to everybody out there for taking us in. Thank you for the interview. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your book, everything that you're doing for everybody you know for you know keeping these guys off drugs and you know making them see that there is a better way to live instead of alcohol and drugs all the time so thank you thank you for that thank you um and you know you what you're doing too is amazing i mean i'd love to interview you okay both of you you and your wife if you want we could do something live on hamilton radio Awesome. You know, get you guys there, talk about what you're doing. I mean, we could do that. So awesome. name and time, right. name and time and date, and we'll be we'll do All it. All right. Okay, I'm gonna talk to Ruben, who's the other owner of Hamilton Radio, the younger mm. guy. He's the younger guy. They got you started. Um, he's more the tech guy, and he does my shows and he usually gives me extra time. So I'm gonna talk to him about this. Since you're gonna be part of us anyway, let's do this, okay? There you go, there you go. So yeah, we'll, we'll do that. And um, just set a time and date, inbox me or text me and just let me know. Okay. And yeah, we'll, well, we'll I'm going to call the... you after the interview because I want to see if Larry picks up, if he's not at a gig. Okay, that'd be awesome. Awesome. But thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it and glad to have met you. Uh, you hopefully, too. we can meet in person pretty soon. And uh, like I said, we'll, hopefully, we can take a trip out there to New Jersey. I know my wife's been in New York and stuff, but oh, I've, never wow. been, I never, I've never been out that way. You know, I've never been, I've never been more east than kansas that's that's, that's that was my limit kansas so uh, i was I've never born been... and raised in new york so new york is good she was there huh yeah she was there to, i think she went to visit her i don't know what she was doing vacation right. or something like that at one point but so i need to go take a trip out there yes that's one of my buck one of the things on my bucket okay. list to make it make it out there i've been from florida to california up to kansas nebraska oh. and back down here and that was it i never okay. went any further so Need to experience a little bit more. There you go. There you go. Thank you as well, you and your wife. I want to honestly, publicly thank you. This was an honor. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. No, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for everything. And uh, like I said, we're going to be working together anyway. So yeah. I'll be sending my shows and you get to hear it. And uh, when, are, what time, when are your show times? All different. So, uh, all right, guys, because I'm on so many different networks, it's, I'm losing my mind. Like one day I've done three shows, different networks. <laughs> one week I did 10 shows. One week I only did four. I, all right. So normally Tuesdays, like 430, 
Thursdays, like 4.30. Eastern okay. time. Yeah, Eastern time. And okay. then Wednesdays, sometimes 2 p.m. Eastern. You know, it depends, guys. So, but you could go, again, to my website, jerrypetito.com. Go to my YouTube channel, the Jerry Petito Show YouTube channel. All right, and you can see all the shows you want there. Okay, there you go. You go YouTube, uh, Facebook. You have a Facebook page. Yep. So make sure you guys check her out. On her personality, author, Miss Jerry Petito. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, thank you, Juan. Thank you for everything. And uh, like I said, we'll be sending our shows out there, so hopefully they get played. And this show right here will be, of course, it'll stay on Facebook. Uh, hopefully, I'm sure they didn't cut it out because we didn't play any music. So it'll stay in its entirety. It'll be on Spotify. It'll be on MasteringOnRadio.com. And I think it'll be on YouTube. We're going to put it on YouTube later on. So uh, make sure you guys check it out. I know there. I know YouTube is, uh, no. I know Spotify is now streaming video, so it'll this video right here will be actually on Spotify now, so everybody can check it out later. And so get we'll it to Doc G, and he'll put this out there for us. Awesome, yeah, I'll definitely okay. do that. All I'll right. send I'll send it uh, in a folder, yes, Google Drive or something like that, so yep. that we can put it out there. Okay, Perfect. all right, thank all right, you well, thank you so much, Jerry. Appreciate it. Take care. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Jerry Petito, right here on the Master Go Radio Podcast. <laughs>